unlimited potential for what you want to do like in, plus like into the spider-verse you can do a miles morales or even x-men getting put in like as another you know multiverse thing and <clears throat> he was saying in the trailer oh earth is 616 and his universe earth 833 is billy braddock who's uh spider-man uk so sky's the limit with yeah i just really oh man it, it i just can't wait i can't wait uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was like I said, it, it definitely it, it really got me excited for it. Um, which I've already said we said last show like Spider Man. We have we have had a lot of Spider Man. We have a lot of Spider Man movies. So every one of every each time another one comes out, it's like okay, well, I gotta definitely like figure out where I'm at on the hype spectrum. And uh, this one so far, everything they're showing is looks really exciting. And it, it also I remember last week we were talking about you know I was like I don't know if they're gonna really push the whole like life after endgame thing but the yeah. trailer makes it seem like they're really gonna focus on it which i said was a really cool idea so i'm uh, that's another part of that the trailer that really got me really excited was was spider-man you know really dealing with the emotions of losing his mentor yeah and like it was just so funny he's like are you the new iron man he's like well i can't be if i'm doing your job and i was just cracking up <laughs> this trailer and it, it it started off straight up with a spoiler the whole trailer Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and he's like, "Oh, this world needs a new Iron Man." And I think it's so. I think it's really the definitive end to Phase Three because you know the aftermath, like we mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm curious about Mysterio's powers because he is a liar in the comic books. He's always been a liar. Um, and oh he's right, an illusionist. right. So it's like, I'm thinking the elementals or these creatures or whatever are like actually an illusion. But who knows? I mean, what are your thoughts on like? how they're going to do the interpretation of Mysterio. I mean, before the trailers, I was, uh, and even after the first trailer, I was, I was literally thinking the same exact thing as you, because it's, yeah. it's pretty much straight of rip from the comics where he, he creates these scenarios, um, that aren't actually real and sets him up himself to be up the hero. And then it turns out, you know, lo and behold, he's, you know, a, a you know, a, a villain. So I, I'm still, I think the trailers are doing a really good job of like making you think maybe they, maybe like, of course he's going to be the villain, but they're making it, they're really setting it up to be maybe like, he's not a cut and dry villain or like, you know, at the end of the day, he, he, he is a villain, but he wants to be seen as a hero. And, and, you know, one of those, you know, same thing kind of like what they did with the vulture where he's a father at the same time as he is a villain. So, um, I definitely, it definitely looks like it's going to be, um, it's still going to be like the classic, uh, Mysterio sets things up to be like he's a hero, he's actually a villain, but there also might be that that twist on it where it's like, yeah, maybe maybe he isn't really lying about the multiverse. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe you know it's the it's the typical um, Mysterio storyline from the comics, but on top of that, he actually is from another Earth or something, you know, like that type of stuff where it's like it's enough to satisfy comic book purists, but at the same time keep them interested with something new. Yeah, and plus he's all special effects, like that's his. Um, ability you know right illusionist um i don't mean i don't know if he's gonna be like uh, there's gonna be a meta human spin to him who knows um but but i think it's gonna have our money we're gonna be there midnight and everything marvel's shooting out is just like on point and that i never i honestly like i love spider-man but like i'm not a huge fan but this trailer just got me so excited and 
this is how you know this is the MCU. You know, like everything counts, like every story, every plot point, and it's yeah. all connected. Yep. Um, but um, we'll move on to it, it trailer number two, it two trailer two or trailer one, and I'm so excited for it and the way they like Andy Muschietti, the way he's directing it. It's not like jump scares. It's creepy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like the old lady and she's like naked in the kitchen. Like, oh, I'm, I'm so excited. But what are your thoughts on the It 2 trailer? Uh, like you just said, it, it's, I really appreciate that. It's, it's, I mean, it, it, the first one definitely did have its, you know, jump scares. Um, and it definitely yeah. had. But, but this trailer did a really good job of just of creating the subtle horror, of creating the tension that mm-hmm. leads into the, the actual horror. Uh, like you just said, the, like the late, the older lady, she's she's there's something off-putting about it. Like just the the general the general drabness of the of the scene, um, the way she's like just a little bit off. And I, I loved it. I lo- just like you just and just like you said, I'm really looking forward to it. I thought the trailer did a really good job. But as a as a teaser trailer, did a really good job of saying, look, you guys all loved it one, so let's just show that we're 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 amping it up and we're gonna keep it going in it too. Let's not show too much. Let's not you know, but we're yeah. gonna sh- we're show we're showing that we haven't forgotten what people enjoyed about the first one and we're, we're going to do it even better this time um especially because you know also showed that the kids are still in it and the kids really sold the first one so exactly. uh everything everything it was a really it was a really good teaser trailer because it also didn't show it didn't show too much it, it, it was a teaser you know it was like it was like look this is the setting this is the tone now wait well that's the thing like when the it the it movie the original tv movie came out like the adult section was like the weakest part and um so i actually i mean i think they'll pull it off this time because you know you like you said they have the kids involved and i don't know how they're gonna do this movie like the books because if you have read read it it is like a the, the monster itself is like a, a like a space creature like it's an entity it's like a like the book itself is like a mind bending thing. Like the ritual chud is like how you defeat it. And like, I don't know if they're going to do that. Cause you know, you have a two hour, you have limits when it comes to movies. Cause you have to tie it up in like two hours. Yeah. But who knows what they're going to do with it. Cause the creature itself is like beyond our reality. So it's kind of Lovecraftian in a way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it, I love the first movie. I gave it like a nine out of 10. It, it, it wasn't like, like scary scary but it was like fun you know it was a fun yeah fun movie i agree for what it was and you know it's dropping in september 6 i really don't think there's a lot of competition for it to in the box office not that i could recall right now um yeah nothing off the top of my head nothing off the top of my head and i probably watched that trailer like five times i was like damn that was like really good and like bill haters in it um mcavoy who i love oh yeah i love him yeah, McAvoy. Like they have a stacked cast, and they have um, Jessica Chastain. Ch- yeah, Chastain. I was gonna say Bryce Dallas Howard. It, I don't know. That, why. They look exact. They look so similar. <laughs> it, it's just the red hair. I'm like, all right, there's not that many redheads. I'm like, there's such like distinct redheads. I'm like, okay, those are the only two I know. Right. But, <laughs> but even like moving on, like another trailer dropped. It was Watchmen, which I'm so excited for, and it's gonna oh, be on HBO. Yeah. And it's actually a sequel. So, I, I, what are your thoughts on that, Keanu? With Mike, Jeremy, I mean, what's his name? Michael, uh, Jeremy Irons? Is that his Jeremy name? Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. Mandius? Like, that's insane. Yeah, so I was interesting because 
when they first announced the show, every, it was announced. Um, it, it wasn't announced, but everyone just assumed that it was a remake of the film. Exactly. Uh, especially because you know, uh, well, the film, the film, you know, the film did a really good job of doing an adaptation of the comic, or rather, graphic novel. But of course, you know, because it is a graphic novel and it did have multiple issues, you could turn that into a show and it end up being even an even more faithful adaption. So a lot of people thought that that was going to be the case, and then we find out, you know, uh, that it's going to be a sequel. And that definitely kind of set up this like, okay, I'm not now, now I'm even more a little, now I'm even more apprehensive. Now I'm even more nervous going into it because now it's a sequel. It's not, you know, I'm saying it doesn't have anything to go off of that's already, you know, critically acclaimed. And then they showed the teaser, they showed like the five second teasers back when they showed the GOT um, trailers or teaser for this season. And um, it was just like, okay, this is neat. Like, there's nothing to go off of. And so this new trailer, um, is definitely uh, an interesting trailer. It definitely sh- establishes the kind of post Manhattan world that they're living in. Um, yeah. It shows it it, it it showed that it's still tying into deeply tied to the comics with the uh, Warshack masks and yeah. um, and of course, like you just said, Jeremy Irons as, as Ozymandias. Um, I'm I. I I I love the I love the graphic novel. I read it um, actually for high school. I read it um, in my gifted uh, gifted language arts class or whatever, and it was like you know it was very influential. Um, it was yeah. very it had a profound effect on me. So it has a very near and dear place in my heart. Um, not to mention, of course, that it is such a critically acclaimed graphic novel. So the trailer was 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 cool. It was it was definitely interesting. Um, but I, it it wasn't enough just to like wasn't enough to sell me on it. Um, I want to see more. I definitely need like a like a like a full trailer to really because it is so brand new, um, but also tied to something that is so important. Uh, I really want. I want to see more before I make a judge. I want to like it. I'm already going into it apprehensive, but also excited. But I do need to see more. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, I I, this is like my theory. I think Rorschach's journal became like a a post-apocalyptic like a bible. Like a manifesto, kind of. Yeah. So that's like, oh, man. I just, I watched it so many times because the fact that it's with HBO, that's amazing. Right, and right. If there's ever a, a network to adapt Watchmen, it would be, it would be definitely HBO. be HBO. Because HBO is shooting out good content. And now I hear Chernobyl, um, Chernobyl is getting good reviews. Yeah, I want to, yeah, I, I watch it. for that. Yeah, same. But Watchmen, the fact that it, I, we heard news for this a while, and I didn't know what, like, it was going to be. And like you said, like, people were thinking it's going to be a remake, which I think would just drag it out. And it's too early to do a remake, in my opinion. Oh, I but, agree. Um, at least, like, 10 years. I don't even know when Watchmen came out, but it was, like, we are in middle school or high school when that came out. It actually like, might have been 10 years ago. <laughs> it actually <laughs> might have been whatever. 2009. Whatever. But anyways, that movie was ahead of its time. That's the thing. If it was released, that's, now, that's one of Zack Snyder's like few. You know, like he, 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 he's only he's good. He's only good at certain things. Um, and like three hundred Watchmen. Director. Yeah, yeah, right. So like Watchmen and three hundred are like his best films. Yeah. No, I think Watchmen. If it came out, now, it was two thousand nine. It was exactly. It was oh exactly ten God. years ago. Oh my God. See, I was gonna say <laughs> we need at least ten years. And now, like, fuck you, HBO. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm very excited for this movie. And let's say, like I said, yeah, Zack Snyder, he's he's a hit or a miss, but he's a visual director like Ridley Scott. You know, like they're not the yeah. best with a lot of pacing stuff. But when he did Watchmen, it was literally the comic book. Like, yep, yep, and a really good and a, and a good job of, of being the comic book. Because sometimes you can do a straight adaptation and it just still be bad somehow. Um, and yeah, 
Yeah, but in that instance, it you know it's it held up. Yeah, I mean, I if it, that's what I'm saying. Like if it was released now, like after Endgame, like I think it would have been blowing up. In my oh, opinion. I agree. Yeah, that's a good point. But, I agree. But but the fact that it came out in 2009, ten years ago, like it's just it was um you know Iron Man came out and it was like 2008, so. It's it was too early for its time. Yeah, audiences were just warming back up to the idea of like, like superheroes, or in this case, you know, gritty superheroes, gritty. You know, that that that's really what made it ahead of its time was that it was the gritty superhero. It was the you know R-rated take on a superhero world. And you're absolutely right. If the if it introduced it was if it was introduced now in a in a in a post you know not only in a post MCU but like a post Game of Thrones world. Right, yeah. because like Game of Thrones is something that like you never so would have great. imagined would have been, you know, a fantasy, you know, kind of like fantasy elves. It isn't, but then it is in the same in the same respect as dragons. You never would have thought it would be as common as a, a household name as it is now. So no, you know, like it is, that's a really good point. They just make that it was definitely ahead of its time, um, and now it actually it actually is exciting because you get to have the Watchmen. You get to have Watchmen in the time it should be introduced without having to rehash the film, which is already a good film. Yeah, no, exactly. I just, um, I'm kind of curious, like, what characters, because, like, they, they're making it sound like superheroes are kind of, like, hidden, and now they were just coming back. Because they have, like, cops wearing masks, I guess, to protect yeah. their identity. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, another female lead who's in there, who's, like, a superhero or a hero herself. But I, I just want to, like, backtrack and say, Zack Snyder can make fucking fight scenes. I don't oh, know absolutely. who he has. But I was excited initially. I was excited when Batman was going to be under Zack Snyder's wing because the opening The Watchmen with um, the comedian, like the first five minutes, that fight scene was amazing. And I was like, imagine Batman fighting like that. Yeah, I agree. Like, so badass. But, you know, you know, Batman v Superman, the way it came out, whatever. They wanted to do their Dark Knight Returns. It was kind of too early for that, you know, for a DC universe. But, you know, the rap actually just... The Wrap, another you know company, they actually disclosed and found out that Michael Michael Rooker is in talks to play King Shark in Suicide Squad too, but like if he signs on and it's like really confirmed, this is his fifth film working with James Gunn, so he did like Guardians, Slither, and Super, you know. Um, but what do you think about King Shark being played by Michael, Michael Rooker for Suicide Squad too? Well, first I want to comment that it, it, I feel like the fa- like the fact that you just said um, the fact that he's done so many with Gunn, it, I, he's going to be in a film in some way, even if it's not King Shark, because Gunn has gone on the record when he put it in Guardians Two, he was like, yeah, I work almost, you know, I always he's he's he, it was like Johnny Depp and and um, Tim Burton back in the day, like he, this is the person I work with, he's my good luck charm, and you know, because I, I, he was saying like, oh, I, I'm not going to bring him back for Guardians Three, but I'm also distraught because I, he's my good luck charm in film, so I think he, even if he's not King Shark, he, there's he's got, James Gunn is going to find a way to put him in the film, um, and then in regards to beat him playing King Shark. Um, I think that's a great idea. I, I was kind of I was kind of disappointed that they were talking about get, that Killer Croc isn't going to be in it because I felt like he was an underutilized yeah. character in the first one. Um, yeah, and now does. now King Shark just feels like it's just another King. It's just another Killer Croc. So yeah. it's it, I mean I'm excited for the character. I'm a little it does just feel kind of samey because they had Killer Croc in the first one, but. Um, I think Michael Rooker would be cool in the role. I think the role itself would be cool. Um, so it's, it's neat. It's like one of those like, okay, cool. Cool news, neat news, you know. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, and I think we talked about um, – not Watchmen, but we talked about Suicide Squad 2 last week, and their lineup is so different. 
like eccentric you know i mean even though yeah. we're having harley quinn come back and jai courtney as boomerang which i think is a stupid character um they're just like getting these characters that like are kind of goofy like polka dot man and I, I can't wait for a spin on it king shark is just gonna be muscle in my opinion um, right hopefully like the thing with killer killer croc is they wasted time with him is because they didn't give him any character he just said like i want bet like, right. They're like, okay, right. he's uh, he's what we think a black crocodile would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just was yeah. like so like out of touch and just odd. A black crocodile. Yeah, legit. <laughs> like seriously, it's um, uh, I don't know. Suicide Squad. Let's just let's just see it because he's already had Guardians and you know, hopefully, it's just a fresh take. Because I I I think James Gunn's great and I'm happy he's on Guardians three, but I didn't like Guardians two. You know, so like. Especially he's on Guardians three. Like, do we need new blood or like? I mean, no, I I, he, should, he should have it because he made Guardians, you know. But that's yeah. just my opinion. No, I agree. It's I, um, so like it's interesting how it played out. Where it was like, okay, he's off Guardians three. So then he got Suicide Squad, and then everybody was like, okay, Suicide Squad two, and everybody was like, all right, this works because we couldn't get Guardians three. We'll get Suicide two, like with James Gunn, because we've talked about how the, the the idiosyncrasies and the eccentricness of the cast of Suicide is similar to the Guardians. You know, it's the, it's the C list characters being weird or whatever. So now that he's got Guardians three back, it's like okay, so now we got Suicide Squad two and Guardians three. Are they going to be the same film? Just one for you know what I'm saying, but just one for Marvel, yeah. one for DC. Because James Gunn does have a certain style with that type of character, so I I definitely agree. Where it's it's one of those things where it's like, let's just see how it plays out. Because I want to be excited, but at the same time, I I don't feel like seeing the same movie twice, and I don't feel like seeing Suicide Squad two, and then a year later, Guardians three, and be like, yep, those were basically the same film. Yeah, but did you like Guardians two? I was like, eh, okay. Ah, it, uh, it was cool. It was cool. It was. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't an MCU greatest hit. Um, nah. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. It wasn't like a, a film that like you know because we talked about last week. Every time you know I rate a film, I rate it as a comic book film and a film film. You know, it wasn't like an amazing film, and it was like a decent. It was a decent comic book film. Um, it was fun. It was fun for me. I mean, I, I wasn't. I haven't watched. You know, what I'm saying I haven't watched like Iron Man. I'll pick up and watch. You know, once a year. You know, what I'm saying, but yeah. Uh, but uh, Guardians two. I mean, I haven't watched it like really since, since it came out on. I'd watched it once in the theaders and once when it came out on Blu-ray. Yeah, I think it. I think I saw it on Netflix too. So I was just kind of like, all right. But I think I'll, I'll like marinate on it, and like the more I watch it, the more I'll appreciate it, you know. Um, but like in other news, like New Mutants got pushed to 2020. This is I. This is such a joke at this point. This is it's a such joke. a joke. Like okay, so it was originally supposed to release April 13, 2018. Which is crazy. Yeah, and now it's pushed back to 2019, and then they pushed it to August 2nd, 2019, and now they want to do April 3rd, 2020. So that's two years after the original release. So here's the thing. like, So there's so many things. Uh, there's so many different um, aspects of this that just, I just like, I want to comment on. The first one is is that I, I, I wish they would have just released it in 2018 because now we're in a, in a, in a, Mar, in a Mar, MCU mutant world. Or like you know, or setting up for it, and Dark Phoenix and this just feel like, 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 um, like the vegetables to your that you have to get through. <laughs> they have to get through to get to your dessert. That's what it feels hey, like. Man, I like it my feels vegetables. like. I mean, I love vegetables too, but <laughs> when you have you know like, uh, you know, a, a double chocolate cake c- coming your way, you just want you just want to get the vegetables out of the way. And that's kind of where we're at with these. That's where we're at with these. It's like these films are 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 they're just there and. 
it's like can we like what do we do with them you know we we have Mar- like marvel bought fox they own the Mar- mutants now now they need now marvel has to give us the, a, a break from them before they reintroduce them so that they're they're worth it and before we can get to the before we can even get to the so it's not even like the veggies it's like the it's like the the i don't even know like the 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 appetizers that aren't necessarily the ones that you want but you order for your friends yeah, before you yeah. can even because you have, <laughs> you have to get this film then marvel has to think okay we have to give them a break so people want it again then we make the film then we release it so that's the that's the one thing that i want to comment on and then secondly um i actually was really interested in the film i was interested in the idea that it was uh a horror like a horror take um yeah. and now it's like where where do we go? Because the film is like rumored to need re- the film's rumored to need re- to, to needing reshoots that haven't reshoots. been shot yet. Exactly. Um, the you know the film keeps getting pushed, so it's like, uh, how are we supposed to even be excited for this? And it's like at this point, do what everyone else online is saying and just release it on Hulu. Release it like on to Hulu? just eat yeah. the car. Just, eat, just or, or 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 yeah, because it's uh, it's whatever. Just like release it on one of them and just call it a day. It, it, either do that. Or if Mar- if it's up to Marvel's quality, then do the reshoots, inject some Marvel MCU into it, and have this be one of your first Marvel film mutant films. Yeah, well, that's the question. Like with Disney being oversight, like I don't know what they want for their quality, but they kept it, and they're they're it's going to be released in theaters, you know, allegedly. But yeah, the thing you. The thing that haunted it was the reshoots, and it was originally going to be PG-13, but the, re- the reason why they're doing reshoots is because they wanted to make it a straight horror, like more horror to it. Because apparently with test audiences, it didn't have enough horror, or like it could use more horror. And Josh Boone's the director, and he did Stuck in Love and Faults in Our Stars. I mean, it's unique, and like you said, I'm very excited because that's it's a new spin. We haven't had a horror like comic book movie and that that would change the game up you know like this like how we expect comic books and i mean at this point like i had i heard actresses and actors complaining about the release like Maisie williams she even said i don't know when the fuck this movie's coming out <laughs> she literally like said fuck it like i don't i really don't know when this is coming out and the fact that we're hearing more news and it got pushed back three times i just think you're just withering your audience away yeah, I agree, and like I uh, and it's like one of those things where like it could it, the film is because it is it was filmed to, with the idea of having a horror element. It it, it does it, in theory it works perfectly as a first Marvel MCU a mutant film because it it does the one thing that Marvel does with every film and it combines two genres, you know, Ant Man heist film, comic book film, um, Civil War, espionage with uh, Marvel with a comic book film that's what marvel does that's how they're successful they make every film a little bit different by combining two genres so the, you know of course marvels when they make their mutant film they're going to combine it with two genres so that is already off the already a check mark in that regard and then it it looked everything about the film set it up to be a very um off the books like remote film it didn't have it didn't it so far from everything they talked about and everything they showed it was very removed from the um mcvoy and fassbender films so in theory, this film, if, if Marvel came in and and Kevin Feige went and was like, you know what, this is some good, this is a good skeleton. Let's build on yeah. this. Let's make it a full fledged, you know, body, and then let's release, you know, it, like they'll never do it. But I think that would be genius. I think it would be genius to be like, you know what, since we're delaying it even more, let's delay it another year. Let's 
um, put some more meat on it, and then let's release it as the first uh, MCU film that has mutants in it. That's see, that's a great idea. Because honestly, if they introduce the mutants in this way, like a horror way, this is like a horror coming of age story, and this right. is dealing. This is dealing with puberty because this is when the mutant gene really gets active, and we as an audience will learn what mutants are because they're they're. The, the they're learning for them. themselves yeah. yeah yeah they're learning for themselves and the, wow like i honestly didn't think about it like that but that'd be such a crazy and unique way to introduce um you know not just mutants but another genre into the mcu like you said spy thriller with your soldier you know space operas guardians of the galaxy it's like that and dr strange is like the paranormal but like if we're talking full-out horror new mutants can go, be the way you know and plus like yeah. you don't have to use those kids again you don't because they're not touching on the X Men at all. They're just talking right, on right. Teenagers. It's perfectly, it's perfectly on its in its own. Like because it is, they they chose the new mutants instead of the old mutants. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, that it's perfectly set up for them to just take, make it a one off or even continue. Like you, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, because honestly, if you set up this movie and you make the X Men movie, you can just hit the ground running. Yep. You don't need to explain what mutants are. And besides, like we already had a lot of films, but I'm talking about for like the average like moviegoer, they you know if they didn't know what mutants are and they watch that movie like, oh okay i know what this is and like let's get this show on the road you know and you know like the fact that you know new mutants new mutants still coming out and disney released their seven year plan which is fucking insane with all these um movies coming out they have like a lot of they have pixar movies coming out indiana jones has a release date of um already I mean- cool i guess like what yeah. what do we need i love indiana jones i love harrison ford what do we need what do we need harrison ford is like the king of like making uh 20 year later sequels like which don't get me which i mean in the case of blade runner i'm thankful for because that movie's a masterpiece but um he, he like he, he, in star wars blade runner this i feel like he did it with one other film too like he just, just like what do we need what do we need indiana jones 5 for like i mean harrison ford definitely can still pack a punch but he's up there in age like i, I mean whatever what is he gonna like swing a three-foot crevice like i don't, I don't yeah know. no like honestly like he's gonna get hurt if he's doing this side of the old age because he got hurt filming star wars remember he hurt his ankle or something yeah like yeah 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 with the whole door thing too the, the, I mean, the it was for the millennium falcon door or whatever well this is the thing they should do if they did indiana jones let's reboot it but let's have like chris pratt play him as a younger indiana jones fighting the nazis it's like yeah. not that hard. When the rumor like, was out there, it was, I, was out, like, yeah. I was like, this yeah. is a good rumor to have. And then they shot it down, and I was like, that was a good rumor. You should have took the rumor and ran with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen to the audiences, like, sometimes. Like, Pratt can literally play his play himself. He's literally Indiana Jones. If you just put him, give him a hat and the whip, and he's <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. Pratt is just like that. He has that comedy and, and timing, and he has the age. Like, this can be his new franchise if Guardian, like, when Guardians needs a break, you know? Because, like, Pratt, he's just, he's, like, the basic blockbuster guy right now, you know? Mm -hmm. He's only on big, like, big-ass films that are, like, mainstream. But, like, we'll move on. Like, Artemis Fowl is getting a release date shift. Another, another, like, neat, I guess. Another, okay. Yeah, so they moved it to, like, May 29, 2020. Like we said, we already talked about New Mutants. King, the Kingsman prequel is still happening with a February 2nd, 2020 release date. I'm happy about that because those films are always fun. Yeah, I'm just curious. You know, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a prequel guy, but whatever. 
like I'm not going to be against it. I'll like I'll watch it. I mean, I don't think I'll watch it like the first weekend, you know. Um, I don't know, but like the bit, the meat of this article is the fact that we're going to get an Avatar movie every two years all the way through 2027. I don't but know it's why. Cool yeah, it's cool because, like, Star Wars is doing the same thing, but they're smart because Avatar and Star Wars are releasing in December, so they're pretty much switching switching off who gets the fucking holiday season every year. Yeah. And ooh, I didn't even like Avatar that much. It was okay. It's visually nice, but whatever. It's, like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine movie. It's a uh, – not even fine. It's, like, okay. It's, like, the, it's a beautiful – the first one was beautiful for its, you know, the at, at its time, those, you know, the, and they're still, they still are breathtaking, but especially for its time when it was released, it was, like, breathtaking. It was, oh, my gosh, look at this, this luscious environment that looks so real. But, like, no one – like, my it, like one person asked for Avatar 2, you know? Um, it, like, you know, my my ex and, like, one other person asked for Avatar 2. So why do we have 2, 3, 4, and 5 already down the – you know, I know Fox approved it, but Disney should have came in and been, like – yeah, let's see how the first two perform that we filmed before we make four and five. Well, so it's because it's James Cameron, you know. They just think like, I mean, James is amazing, yeah. and they're already banking like, oh, he's gonna make it, blah blah blah. But it's just like, dude, five movies that we're not asking for, like. Yeah, I, 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 I hear the second one's gonna be like, you know, the focus will be on the ocean, like the ocean. Creatures. Yeah, underwater. So yeah, a lot of cool. ocean water stuff. And I don't know. It's like, where is Sam Worthington? He was supposed to be the next guy. He was. Know? He was supposed to be where Chris Pratt is at now. Yeah, like with Clash of Titans. Jake he Sully. just fell off. Yeah, Jake Sully. <laughs> but he I, definitely uh, fell off. He fell off, and he was being such a hype guy. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, yeah, like you said, it's going to be the next Pratt. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck he's it. Nowhere. Like, I'll accept it, but he's not doing anything. And then the fact that Disney releases the Marvel schedule. We're having what two movies in 2020, and then 2021 is like three movies. And three. From now yeah. on, it's like three movies, and we haven't confirmed it, but like you know, Black Panther is going to be one of them. Um, you know, Eternals, also Doctor Strange. You know, Black Widow's prequel movie, which I'm assuming is a prequel. And it's yeah, it's like it's not confirmed, but it feels like it's confirmed at this point with everything. Yeah. Everything about it just seems like it's going to be a prequel. Yeah, and what else is coming out? Um, Shang-Chi, which is, like, yeah. Asian and Black Panther, I always say that. Which I'm like, okay, so, like, I feel like they're just trying to, like, be... I think they should, and I think they're going this way, be small. And then let's, smart, not have, yeah. let's not have an Avengers movie for, like, a long-ass time, you know? Make people want it, make people, like, you know, absence make their heart grow fonder, make people... Yeah. Especially because because you, you are gonna you're gonna are you they are inevitably are gonna retouch you're gonna go back to to mutants and and Fantastic Four, and those are those alone are so, under Marvel's guidance could be at, will be as big as Avengers anyway. So, yeah, um, absolutely. But like, it's a smart Feige's a, Feige has said, but I don't know if he's fucking bluffing. He's like, oh, we're not gonna see Mar- like mutants for a while until like five because we already have a five year plan. You know? No, I agree. I I I don't I think. I don't think he's bluffing. I think um, we might get like a little taste of it before that. But I think, I think, I think, you know, the biggest thing for them is like, we have to, I I don't think it's, I don't think it's a five-year plan though. I feel like he's just, I feel like he's using it as an excuse, but I really think it's the fact that he doesn't want to overstate Chastity to market. He doesn't want to, people, we've gotten so many X-Men films, just like we have Spider-Man, but Spider-Man still has marketing wise, the biggest merchandising rights, but X-Men is, We've had even more X-Men films, and each one has gotten worse. 
and their market mer- merchandising isn't that great, especially because Marvel did kind of annex them. So I think I think it's really he's saying five years because he does have a five year plan, but he also doesn't want to change he doesn't want to change the five year plan because he's like, well, we have to reintroduce them in the comics, get people hype about them in that way again, and then we have to give people time in the movie theaters to be like, okay, whatever happens to X Men, we haven't seen a movie in a while. Yeah, I mean, I just really hope. I mean, they're in good hands with X-Men. I think they really fucked themselves with marketing is because they gave him leather suits. It wasn't the basic comic book, you know? Like, I want to see Wolverine in his costume, like a real costume. Oh, yeah. I was, like, I was really I was really mad when Logan didn't have, like, a flashback or something. I really, I know the movie was gritty, but I really wanted to see Hugh Jackman in the costume before he did retired. Did you hear about the deleted scene? Like, they were supposed to yeah. have a scene. He was supposed to wear a costume while he was putting uh, Charles Xavier in bed. It was, uh, it's when the little girl was, like, looking at him in the when he's putting Charles to bed, you for a second you see him in a costume and then that's it. That's so like, frustrating. Oh, that would have so been cool. And you know, I love Hugh Jackman and I love the X Men, but the spin off the movie the way they spun the movie is it's a good mutant fi- film, but it's not an X Men movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And wh- what do you want for Wolverine to be casted? Like I want the short Wolverine, because the the point of X Men was it's good to be different, you know. That's where it had its strength, especially like in times like, you know, you could say Charles Xavier is Martin Luther King and um, Magneto's Malcolm X, but like Malcolm the X, right. the variety in uh, X Men was what made it special. You had Asians, you had white people, you had blacks, but like you know, gay characters, like the variety and the fact that Wolverine was written to be really short, so they can give the short guy you know, a better, like, you know, like, to hype them up, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, what are your thoughts on, like, what do you want it from a Wolverine? Because I think Hugh Jackman was great, but he was just, like, a big, jacked guy, but who knows? Yeah, no, I, Logan, like, like, you know, Hugh Jackman will always be in our hearts, like, Wolverine, but he wasn't a, a comic, he wasn't all the way a comic book accurate Wolverine, so now that, you know, we did have to say goodbye to him, it's like, okay, well, since we are going, we are gonna have to cast somebody new let's cast them as true to the comic as we can let's cast a short you know a short guy a short strong guy and and let's let's have him in the costume i mean honestly they they should just go anonymous in my opinion um, oh well i can't even think of any i can't even really think of anybody off the top of my head you know like i can't even think of any i can't really think yeah. of anybody that would i mean people keep saying um people keep fan casting um scott um, Eastwood. Eastwood. And I yeah. mean, he's. I mean, he can't he's, act. He's fine. <laughs> he's he can't fine. act. Like, I, I watched Pacific Rim, the second one, recently, and I'm like, alright, this guy kind of sucks. Like, I mean, he has the look. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I'd rather have it be anonymous and, like, really faithful and accurate. And I want them to do justice for Cyclops. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They should. He, the, the movies have been essentially a Wolverine series. And I'm like, dude, Cyclops is a great character on his own. They made him like a bitch. Like, I yep. don't know. Yep. He like he's the Captain America to the X Men. You know, they're yep. uh, they're like complete opposites. And Wolverine's like the, like, you know, he's like the badass of the group. But like, I feel like in this iteration, they should really focus on the team and Cyclops, and then I have agree. a cool moment for Wolverine. You know, have him do the cool badass moments like Hulk does. You know, in the Avengers. But like. I 100% agree. 100% agree about all of that. Yeah, like make Wolverine mysterious and that like 
Let's not really focus on him. Sprinkle them in, like you st- exactly like you said. Sprinkle them in like the Hulk. Sprinkle them, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Have Cyclops be the if if we're gonna take the Avengers the Avengers formula, have Captain America have Cyclops be Captain America and have the Wolverine mm-hmm. be the Hulk, where he gets those like oh man, it's Cloud cheering, he rips somebody's head off, but yeah. you still are following, but you're still. You, you know the audience. The audience is still placing their 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 hopes and dreams on Captain America, or in this case, Cyclops. Exactly. Yeah. I just, yeah. I feel like he, he's gotten thrown to the side. I'm like, I'm not even a big Cyclops fan. I'm just like, I know Cyclops isn't that fucking like type of person. Like. Yep. Whatever. But I mean, and it's a shame because I love I love James Martin as, as an actor, and he yeah, didn't. You know, great. he could have did a he, he would have been a, a great Cyclops if they gave him more to go off of. Yeah, and that yeah, like you said, that's that's not his fault. Like. That that's like on them with the writing and everything, but and they're they're not gonna shoot themselves in the foot because you can actually market the toys because like if you okay so if you bought like Dark Phoenix like toys X Men toys like they're just fucking people and <laughs> I don't know yes do you know yes. what I mean like not even yes. okay so not even not even Dark Phoenix because they're actually wearing yellow and shit but like I'm saying like if it was like X two like what fucking toys would you make they'd be like they're just a guy they're all wearing black yeah yeah they're just so a guy like Kitty like, Pride. Like Kitty Pride, yeah. it's just, you know what I'm saying? This is the one time where you want to have Jubilee be front and center. Like, you got this crazy Asian oh girl with, like, these, this yellow giant, yellow coat, these, you know, this 80s retro fashion. Like, that's an action figure, not not, not yeah. Alan Page in a, in, in a leather jacket. They, but, oh, my God. You just, get, just sparked something in my mind. I was like, what if we just had an X-Men movie from Jubilee's perspective where she's, like, taken in by them? Like, how sick I, would that be? They'd be fantastic. We're, we got to get oh, this to Marvel yeah. now. No, yeah, we. I'm literally gonna tag Jar- uh, Marvel and be like, "Yeah, you should do it from her point of view." So you mean like you you see the other characters, but like you're learning through Jubilee's eyes, and she get and plus she's Asian, so she's like you can have variety in that yep. and like have an Asian yeah. star casted for that. Like that's and her and her and her powers are are visually cool as hell. They might not yeah. be the greatest, but visually they're gonna be so cool to translate on screen. Yeah, and like she's a teenager. So it's like it's they're like, checking all the boxes. Yeah. Say, why are we running this bitch? Like, what the? Heck? <laughs> like seriously, like it could be so great, but I don't have to wait five years to fucking whatever. He says five, but we'll see. And like, you know, Eternals is coming out, and they're like gods. Like, yeah, I'm that. I'm apprehensive about that. I I just feel like the okay. So the lineup for Marvel. Well, I'm skipping ahead, but. The lineup for Marvel isn't going to be the movie slate isn't going to be announced till like the summer. So it's obviously when like you know San Diego San Diego Comic Con and D23 Expo in Anaheim right. happen. Um, I just feel like the lineup's going to be very underwhelming. I don't know why. You know? No, like, I agree. I agree. It's, it's just, one of those things. Where, well, and it's also like, and, and we're the type of fans that will take we're like we're smart and we know they can't just make a, another five avengers so like we know they have to like pull back and do something different but even knowing that so far what we can speculate it's like okay cool i guess like captain marvel 2 neat i right. guess <laughs> um you know guards even you know guardians got black widow prequel cool i guess guards galaxy 3 i mean yeah, yeah another another one cool um it, it's, i'm like oh like okay <laughs> Eternals, like I, Eternals, of all of them, has the most going for it to be something different and interesting. But even then, there's something about it that I'm just nervous. I'm just like apprehensive. I don't know if it's the casting. I don't know if it's um, d- that they're too powerful. I just feel like it's like they're gods. I'm, like, I'm, I'm apprehensive. Yeah, like too powerful, and 
I mean, I'm, 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 listen, I'm rooting for it. Chloe Zhao is the director. She's like an Asian, she's probably the first Asian woman to direct a Marvel film. And, and you have Angelina Jolie, you have Kunal Nanjani, and now they, they casted fucking Rob Stark as Icarus, or Icarus, I don't know how we want to say it, but it's, I mean, I have hope, because, you know, I, we didn't know Guardians. We didn't know Guardians. Right. I just don't know what the vision is, because the only thing they mentioned on Chloe's Zhao is that she directed Riders, so I don't really know what that is. It's probably like an art film. Right, yeah, same. And, even, even for me to say I don't know that film means it's saying something, so it must yeah. be one of, an, an art house type indie flick. But that's, I mean, like, that's why I love how Marvel gets their directors, because they're very unique in their choosing. You know, all these directors are, if you actually look into it, they they fucking do small films, you know? Yeah, actually, t- like, like t- t- yeah, however you, Taka Waka, he, uh, Thor 3. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? What we do in the shadows and all that. Like, he's, he was, he's exactly like you just said. He was doing those, like, weird off indie flicks and all that. Yeah, the fucking Russo brothers did an episode of Rested Development, and, like, they didn't really direct, you know? Right, like, right, yep. It's crazy, but like uh, Eternals, we'll see how it goes. I just think that Captain Marvel really fucked up the power balance because she's so strong, and now we're gonna have to have these godlike creatures. And I'm like, we don't have to be that powerful. Like, yeah, they definitely made they definitely made Captain Marvel too strong. Like the like strong. the Russo brothers set themselves. They're like, yeah, we kind of like all the writers were like, yeah, we have to figure out what to do with her. Like, they all they had to do was make her, the movie. They all they had to do was make her a, a smidge less powerful. Also, she, she just had to be Thor level, Thor level strong. But Power. they, for some reason, for some reason, made her even stronger than Thor. And you're like, okay, now what do we do? Yeah, what? That's why it's hard to write. They're shooting themselves in the foot because one, it's hard to write. Like, it's hard to find like a Superman villain, you know, or write a Superman film because or story because he's just so goddamn strong. Yep. You know. Yep. And now we're gonna hit these godlike levels. I'm like, all right, you're gonna set aside a lot of characters. And really, like, why why would we even need the X Men if Captain Marvel can fucking do everything? Like, yep. you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. uh, like I, they made her too strong, and I don't know if it's like a fucking political thing. Like, uh, like it, no one clapped when Captain Marvel came on screen in my screening of Endgame. Like, no one clapped. Even yeah, I don't think I don't think mine either. Yeah, and I was just like, like with the drama it has and shit, like behind the scenes, like whatever. But like in the end, like. Let's just remember that there are strong female characters, and they've been there. It's not Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, she got her first yeah. film, but still, like, there's other strong characters. But they need to dumb her, her powers down a little bit, because it's just, I don't know. Like, there's I no completely scenes. agree. I completely agree. And I hope they do Galactus for, you know, Avengers, and or even Kang. Because, you know, that, that, that shit's like, Kang's with the time. and Yeah, they know. definitely, yeah, I could see, I could definitely see... Kang being the Avengers. Well, they should do yeah, they should do Kang for Avengers. They should set up Galactus to be the long term, but Kang could be like the the Ultron, you know, middle middle, you know, but a little bit more a little bit more to go off of because Ultron didn't get enough time on his. But yeah, I agree. No, and um, I actually want to talk to you about what you, your thoughts on Captain America because they were having discussions about the ending. Like, did how did like what, what did Steve change? So. The Russo's had an answer, and I think the writers. The writers had a yeah. technically had a had a different answer. Yeah, so it's like, all right, I'll read this one. This is Russo. So the question is, Captain Mark, Captain America, does he go back make um, does he go back to make 
a life with Peggy in A, an alternate timeline, or B, the current timeline. So this is what the Russos say. If Cap were to go back in the past and live there, he would create a branched reality. He lived his life in a different universe from the main one. He had to make another life and jump back, jump back to the main universe at the end to give uh, the shield to Sam. So, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, the writers, this is their point of view. The Ancient One specifically states that when you take an Infinity Stone out of a timeline, it creates a new timeline. So Steve going back and just being there would not create a new timeline, so I reject that Steve is an alternate reality theory. What are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so they're both, they're, It was like they're both right, because like, according to the in-universe rules, like you said, the Ancient One literally said, if removing a stone is... They made it seem like... It, they didn't flat out say that, but in the scene, she says that. And it makes it seem like the, it's the case of the only time you make the branch reality is when you remove the stone. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but thinking about things like logically, him going back, but then where does he get a second shield from? Because this exactly. main sh- because then if you take the sh- – there's like no – unless he grabs a shield, it, 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 it just doesn't add up. Like if you – so it, it's in, – in, like from as a fan, it just as from like a film fan, I feel like it just makes more – it just feels more – it just makes more sense, and it just feels more satisfying for him to have just gone like back to the to our main storyline, our main timeline, and just live and just there have been two more two caps at the same time. Like I just yeah. feel like that makes I, I prefer that. I feel like it makes more sense. I feel like it's like, you know, because because they like you know they never did show who Peggy married, and she's just like, oh, I married someone who who you saved yeah. in in the army, but she had Alzheimer's, she had dementia, so either she was she was lying or she was covering it up for the second cap for the for the cap that was supposed to be at that timeline. So, yeah. they both they it's like so hard. Yeah, yeah, like 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 I said, it's it's definitely the writers set it up so that the only thing that changes the timeline is removal of a stone. But then at the same time, it also is a little bit confusing as to how he got a second shield unless he grabbed one from another time and then brought it back. So like in my mind, he just he came he in my mind he was in the main story he was in the, the main timeline and he lived his life and while he lived his life there was a second cap in you know yeah. the mid two thousands, but. I mean, I guess it doesn't. I mean, in the end, it doesn't really matter because he's he's back in the main timeline as an old man, which was what the end goal was. So. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't I don't know. It we we could literally talk about this for a whole episode because it's like the thing is we don't know what what next movie is gonna clear like clear that up. You know, there's a lot of potential, and. I just, I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, uh, like, even, okay, so if you went back, you returned the Infinity Stones, and whatever, he chills back in time with Peggy, but, like, there's a butterfly effect. Like, the smallest change would be so drastic. Unless, like, I, uh, but the uh, the writer's justification was, was it the writer? Yeah, it was the writer's. Yeah, Their the justification writers, yeah. was, there, there's no the butterfly effect, because that's always what happened. Like, it's one of those time yeah. loops where he's always going, like, that was, like, when we watched... Uh, this is a Civil War Winter Soldier and she died whatever film she dies in yeah, like yeah. like that at that time there's a second cap in that film that was her husband and he's just away from her at that time letting his other self visit like that's the whole idea is like there's there's no butterfly because that's always the time yeah. loop that was always meant to happen so at least with that like that kind of is, is like a a safeguard against yeah. plot hole but, type stuff but it's definitely it's, it's a lot to take in. It's yeah. a lot. We're, I can literally hear you thinking. 
like trying to piece it together. Here. Right, 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 like, right. Because I'm struggling too. <laughs> it, it's just it's the stones is what really you know what I'm saying like it's the whole. They, Endgame really made itself a very kind of complicated time travel like rule. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they just yeah. they definitely made their own rules, and then they kind of like they were so precise that they kind of weren't sure how to follow them. And so I don't mind it, but yeah, it definitely I'm definitely trying to like think it through. Yeah, I mean like you can make a movie about it. It's like oh, how did Steve react when he saw Red Skull when he returned returned the Soul Stone? Like that's oh, a that huge w- question. Oh man, that would I would love to I would love to see him on that journey. That would have been that would be great. Imagine the Red Skull be like Steve, son of what the fuck? Like what are you doing? <laughs> like, let's let's throw, let's duke this out right now. Like, but I, whatever. I think that this could be it could be you know fixed in a future movie. I think it, it's just, they're just leaving us you know blank to really fuck with it and marinate on it, but. You know, Marvel Phase 4, they're going to have that announcement, like I said, in the summer. And he said there's huge opportunities. There are many different directions that we can go. So, yeah, like with the multiverse and, like, Ham, there's so many, like, potential things to do. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, They're in good hands. But, like, we're going to hit our bonus round, which is, you know, we're just going to talk real quick, not too long, like the other, you know, the stuff we just talked about. But, like, Brother Voodoo and Clea, so Roger Wardall on Twitter was saying that, you know, these characters are going to be in the next Doctor Strange movie, so Brother Voodoo is another, you know, magic user, and Cleo is his love interest, who also is a magic user. But Roger Wardall on Twitter, he he spoiled secrets about Endgame a long time ago, back in December, and they all came right. So he could be wrong, he could be right, but this is just, like, you know, rumors that are going around. And, you know, Voodoo, he's been popular in the 70s, and... He was made by Stan Lee, because in 1973, Stan Lee, like, once he's, like, he likes, I want, like, a fucking voodoo type of superhero to be in the Marvel comics. So, now that's coming into fruition, but we're going to also add that, like, you know, Rocket's the creator. His creator is a high evolutionary, which is another rumor, and he also disclosed that Drax is in a big surprise for the next Guardians, because his, his daughter's alive, and Rocket also gets a love interest in the form of Lila, who's actually a, a sea otter, so a talking sea otter, and Star-Lord will obviously grow to get closer with Nebula. So what are your thoughts on these, like, tidbits coming up? Uh, so, firstly, I thought Cleo should have been the first Doctor Strange. Back, 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 back. It was funny because we talked about Ultimate Alliance. Back when the first Ultimate Alliance yeah. came out, and, and, like, back when the Doctor Strange animated movie came out, like, that's when I, you know, because that was before I got, that was, like, I was a fan of comics, but I wasn't, like, an avid reader, so, like, I only knew surface-level stuff. And... Yeah. When I Doctor Strange was a character where I was like, oh, okay, this is neat. Like that's when I first learned about him. And when I learned about Doctor Strange, I learned two things: Doctor Strange and Clea. Like I only knew those two things. Like so when yeah. she was in the first, she's like, and the fact that I learned her with Doctor Strange, when she, when the first one came out, she wasn't there. I was like, oh, okay. Like just because I that, that's the only thing I knew about them. Like I feel like that's she's 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 huge in in the storyline of Doctor Strange. So I she's mean, almost feels like a given. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like they could do an Ant Man and a Wasp vibe you know yeah yeah um, brother voodoo i think he's highly like underrated and i would love to I, see same i'm super ex- yep yep same like, i'm su- I underrated i'm super excited to see his powers i'm super excited to see him like come to life on screen both of those i hope he's right about both those things because i think it'll be really cool yeah and jericho drum like you know and like they're going to the guardians and like these like details and i mean uh, the guardian details they make really sense me. yeah they made sense i'm like okay they just make sense like, yeah Yep. Yep. So, so yep. we're gonna um, move on to Avengers Endgame bits. 
I'm just going to go down the list because it's a lot of stuff. So, so Joe Russo said he never wanted to introduce Nova, but felt Guardians of the Galaxy would. And they say um, they remain the same vision as quote unquote dead. Iron Man is dead. And Endgame is going to be on Disney Plus on December 11th. So they already have my fucking money. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get it. And yeah, they already have yeah. Yeah, so they talk more on Cap and Bucky and, you know, how why Cap gives Sam the shield. Because, you know, like you said last week, you know that Bucky's still fractured. And they also said this, Cap could lift the hammer. And it says, so why didn't he use it before now? Like, was he not worthy? And they said, in our heads, he was able to wield it, Anthony confirms. He didn't know that until that moment in Ultron when he tried to pick it up. But Cap's sense of character and its sort of humility and sort of... Out of deference to Thor's ego, Cap in that moment realizing he can move the hammer and decides not to. Um, so, and what are your thoughts on that one? I'm just kind of like, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I almost kind of wish like these this, these rounds of questions weren't weren't always being answered because yeah, because like, I, I like I kind of liked my own head head canon of well, I like I like I read it on Reddit. I forget whoever it was, but I actually really like the canon of um, the head canon of like he he couldn't do it because he was weighed by he was weighed by the secret of what bucky did like you know what exactly. i'm saying like it was like yeah. like i like the idea of him of like he was basically worthy but he wasn't fully there yet and it was through the journey he went through from Avengers age of ultron to Endgame that he was finally able to lift it um it's uh, yeah like you said it's like okay cool neat fact but i mean that, that kind of feels like a, a weird roundabout answer yeah i mean you know that like i really don't need an answer for everything like yeah yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And like, and like, and like, and like, vision, like vision, like obviously, like Wanda Vision's coming out, so Vision isn't yeah. like dead. Like he's dead, but like he's he's dead in that film, but he's gonna come back somehow, or at least yeah. they're gonna try to bring him back. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, so yeah, like we're gonna keep going. Thor versus Thor was supposed to happen, but they changed it to Cap because they thought it was better. Um, in EW Morning Live, the Russos discussed that they're gonna have an announcement for like a, an established character who's actually gonna come out as gay. Um, the quote is, uh, we're going to find out there is a gay character coming up in one of our, in one of their films. And I think Kevin Feige will make an announcement. I'm pretty sure soon. So, I mean, that's cool. Like whatever. I, I think it's going to be Captain Marvel and Valkyrie. Cause I think that's what everyone's shipping right now. Yeah. Which is them. fine. Like that's neat. Like those, that's a cool, like otherwise, like it, obviously it can't be Hawkeye cause he's, he has a family. Um, yeah, exactly. Iron, Iron Man's dead and he also had a wife. Captain America yeah. got Peggy. Um, yeah. Mark, uh, Bruce, you know, uh, the Hulk was in love with Black Widow, yeah, um, <laughs> so I mean, not unless it's like a random Guardian or you know, like I don't, know, you know, what I'm saying like or like or, or or I don't even know, like Black Widow in her prequel, like I don't know, like, watch, I don't watch know. It be, watch it be Drax. Okay. I was I was that's what I was thinking when I said a random but Guardian. He, but then he also that's exactly that's why I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah. but he has a wife, so actually, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is Mantis. This is cool I don't know. Mantis, yeah, right. So this is a cool thing. Um, there's supposed to be a you know extended Black Widow scene. She was supposed to get the Power Stone, and they're supposed to have th- um, Thanos' troops involved. Catherine Langford. So from 13 Reasons Why, she was actually gonna play Morgan Stark, an earlier version, and they actually filmed it. So remember when Thanos snapped? He saw Gamora as a child. Like that right. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, so when Tony was gonna snap, he saw an older version of his daughter. It so would have been like a reverse, like a yeah. Mirror. Exactly. So, but, like, they, they tried it with test audiences, and they were, like, confused. So Dumbass, dumbass test audiences. That Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, what do you – I would I thought that would be cool. It would have been really cool because it would have mirrored – it would literally would have mirrored the first one. Like, I thought that would have been really cool. Like, he did the snap, and then he's, like – and, like, Thanos saw Young because yeah. Gamora was old, and now 
Morgan was young, so Iron Man would see old, and he'd be like, "What did it cost?" And he'd be like, yes, "Everything." Yes, and, and, I was just gonna say that. Like, what if and then, and, he said that? Oh yeah. Oh, see, like the potential. She, like Morgan asked him, "What did it cost?" Everything. Yeah. Now, like, they should have oh. kept it, man. Fucking test audiences, man. Like, I, I don't know if that was universe. Like, let them have get confused, because if they're gonna confuse us with Catherine Langford, why did you keep the scene with the kid from Iron Man Three in there? You know, like, <laughs> the audience was confused, confused there. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, oh, that was a missed opportunity, but I guess you know we'll pull back. Um, so we're gonna move on. Evans is done. Was it, that's what they're saying? Yeah, I mean that was no, that was too fully that was fully expected. Yep, and uh, Russo's coming back, and they said maybe there will be an idea that comes in the future, but there is none now. Um, they kept saying, like, it's just about time, about finding the right story that inspires us. That's why we go out of bed every day. And they're really saying they love Ben Grimm and the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom, which I can't wait for. And Yeah, the, they, they, the need a, they need to come Four. back for Fantastic Ooh. Four. Yes, yes, 100% yes. Like, Doctor Doom, I can't wait for him to be a player. Like we've already we, we've already taken enough gambles with Fantastic Four films. The Russos are guaranteed hits. Just just bite the bullet and have them do Fantastic Four, so we get a so we know we're getting a good Fantastic. Like I know we trust Marvel and all that, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, like let's let's double down on the safety measures and just have them come back for for freaking Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like we'll go down from there. Um, Brightburn released a, a movie clip. It was pretty interesting, you know. Like. I think Brightburn's hilarious because the way the movie trailer dropped, it was like in the the same font as Man of Steel. And yeah. It was just trolling it, but this is pretty much what Superman warned us about, like the evil version of Superman. I mean, not Batman warned us about, but I mean, what do you think about Brightburn? It's cool. I mean, it's like a fun kind of like smaller budget film, like you know, smaller film like Chronicle, like it reminds me of Chronicle, yeah, like that's you know, like. I'm not gonna watch. Like, it's not the type of film that I'm gonna watch in film in theaters. Like, I just I have to be frugal with my money. But um, I'll watch it, you know, on Showtime. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not, nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah. even gonna say I'm gonna rent it. But I, I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. It's it looks neat. Yeah, I think it's just gonna. I think it's gonna be like an okay film. You know, I don't yeah. think it's gonna be blowing fucking box office records, but. We'll move on to our last tidbit of bonus round real quick. Uh, Benicio Del Toro is in talks to be the villain for Suicide Squad 2. This is according to Geek World. Um, there's no details known about the character, um, but their their code name is The Mayor. And, I mean, Benicio, he's killing it. He was in Star Wars, and now he's going to be in the DC property. And he's really the, the studio's top choice to play the villain, so that is good news for me. So yeah, so the only way you get me like super pumped about Suicide Squad too is Benicio del Toro. Like he's he's like one of the few Puerto Rican actors out there. I'm Puerto Rican. I have to you know he represents. So like you put him in anything and I'm and I'm gonna be there. Like that's just how that works. Like I'm straight up. Have, I mean, and also think he's a phenomenal actor. But the fact that he's a phenomenal actor, he's also Puerto, also Puerto Rican means you know I'm game for anything he's in. So I read that rumor and I was like, yep, all right. Now you got me excited for Guardians too. Like I want to see him. Like I was. You know, I was so frustrated with, you know, real quick, I was just so frustrated with his character in Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Like, he, they did such a weird thing with his character, with the stutter, with the, like, yeah. he, he, like, they, and the character, like, had the, 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 the right idea, like, that, that, like, he was working both sides, that was such a cool thing, and they, he just, like, they didn't give him enough to do, and they didn't give, and the stutter was weird, um, so I really hope he is in Suicide Squad too, and I, I hope that, um, he, he they gave him a good character to play, um, and I and I also hope that he's still alive in the Avengers, so I can see him deal with his brother Jeff Go Jeff Goldblum. 
Oh yeah, seriously, like the collector and uh, what's his name? Yeah, like I hope I he didn't die. That. I hope he didn't die in Infinity War simply because I want to see him see him with Jeff Goldblum on screen. I think that would be fantastic. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I completely forgot that because I was the reality stone messing with them, and right. he actually wasn't there technically. But yeah, Benicio's great. He he, if you just write him well and use him, he's fine. There's no fault in his acting, in my opinion. Like he's great. I think he's great in fucking. Oh, What's that? What's that movie with the drug cartel? I forget. Sicario. Sicario. So yeah, Sicario. And I don't know. He, he's. I think he's just so under the radar, but he's just his his talents there. Oh, absolutely. And, like, ugh. Yeah. Represent, man. Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Puerto Ricans unite, right? <laughs> yeah, I love him. I love him. And Suicide Squad too. I feel like I feel like we just heard so much news, and I'm just kind of like, all right, let's get. I know this. <laughs> there's so much like, new. We keep talking every week. There's new news. It's like relax. Like we don't. <laughs> every time. Oh, I forgot. I didn't even put. I didn't even like. Yeah. There's so. It's like come on. <laughs> yeah. That's just, yeah. Whatever. Fuck it. So we're gonna wrap up this episode. You know, like we're gonna keep track of you know the news this week, and obviously this episode's gonna come out on Monday. So I think I'm gonna release it like tonight at midnight because you know for you guys that go on a morning commute, you can listen to us. But yeah. just again, remember, guys, like and su- subscribe to our videos on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. And now we're officially on Stitcher. So, you know, like our Facebook page and all that other stuff. And be sure to tune in. Keanu, thanks, man, for tuning in. Of course, another nerd session with you for the week. Loving it. Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you. Yeah.